G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. Racing now moves to Hawkesbury for this Saturday and of course joined by Mark Sheen and Mark Roden to find a few winners on the card. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. We've gone from wet racing at Randwick. What does it look like at Hawkesbury this week? It'll be wet there again, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so I think they had plenty of rain uh, yesterday and uh, they've given out a heavy eight this morning. Clear day in Sydney today, so uh, might be on the improve, but uh, we'll see what happens. Okay, Mark Roden, wet track Hawkesbury, rail true. What do you think? Uh, oh, firstly, I should put my hands up to tipping the first loser of this part of the autumn. I was spouting off that wait till we get to Hawkesbury and Gosford, there'll be good fours, and uh, well, zero out of one so far on those two. <laughs> uh, look, the, it's actually strangely just going over you know the last year or so of Hawkesbury meetings. It seems harder to make ground when the track is wet, mm. whether the rails out a little bit or in the true. It's um, this day last year, you know, things like Exo Boom got down the middle and won the Guineas, but that was on a firmer track. And just the recent tracks on where it's been very much on speed and off fence. Um, although you could be near a fence in run, but getting to the middle of the track in the straight. So I just a little bit against back markers at this stage, but um, you know that's open to open to change, obviously. Okay. Well, we will preview the feature races, races six through nine on the card. We'll start with the Gold Rush, the listed race over eleven hundred meters, and Malkovich's favourite at $2.25 from Tycoonist at four eighty. Eleven elevens five fifty for Tus Marbusha, both around that ten dollar mark and upwards for the rest. Mark Shane, any thoughts here in race six? I suppose the favourite is a slight query in this sort of ground. Uh, the wetter the worse for him. Um, yeah, I'm just going away from me. I thought Tycoonus trial quite well and I thought he was very consistent last time in and should have won first up. Last preparation. This might be a different style of race, though, if uh, Malkovich gets along and he's got to chase a little bit. But by the same token, I think he sets up nicely here with uh, not a lot of weight on his back. So I'd rather be on him around that uh, each way. Mark uh, Malkovich has trialled since his last run where he failed on the heavy, where he didn't get control. But, um, yeah, I think it all depends on how wet the track is and, and how the, the pattern is for the day with Malkovich. Yeah, for sure. Mark Roden, your thoughts? Yeah, now that, now that it's a um, look, almost certainly been the heavy range, I don't know how short a price I want to take Milkovic. Uh, he's certainly probably, probably going to look the winner at some stage, given his ra racing style. I expect him to lead here uh, and probably lead pretty comfortably. Um, yeah, couldn't, what is he, 230 odd best, 225, that's too short for me. I've got Tycoonist. Uh, second pick and probably a little bit of value at his current price, um, but I, but I'm not going to bet early. I'm going to wait and see here. Thought um, Abelardo missed with a big weight drop had some hope at uh, at double figure odds. Uh, that was I mean it didn't get near a Thelric, but he's uh, he's in outstanding format horse this prep um, and down seven kilos uh, handles the wet. I thought it, it was a chance. I was looking to give Marbusha a track when I was a little bit hopeful the track might improve, but now that's not the case. I I really do think she'd need uh, a dry track to produce her best, so I'm going to swerve her. Uh, so, yeah, look, I've, I've got a Melkovich um, tycoonist um, Abelagio miss at this stage, but I'm, I'm going to wait and see. Okay. Race seven on the card is the Hawkesbury Guineas, group three over 1,400 metres, and Mr Mozart continues to firm now to $2.20. Lock Eagle, 5.50 best available on Friday morning from Villana at $8, Flying Crazy at 9 Party for One at 13 I Am Lethal, 14 upwards the rest there. Mark Sheen, thoughts here in the Guineas? 
Um, look, I can't see a stack of speed in this race. I think Viliana and uh, Mr. Mozart will probably roll forward and control the pace. So I don't know if Mark agrees with that or not. Uh, maybe something drawn wide might try and punch up, but it doesn't look to be a stack of speed. I suppose Devil Straight from barrier number one can be handy again. Um, look, I think Mr. Mozart is certainly the one to beat. He's back to three-year-old company here. He won a Doncaster Prelude, beating our Playboy, who was impressive through the carnival. He races on speed, he handles the wet, and uh, even though he's got 59, does look hard to beat. Uh, Valana is, uh, well, he certainly got a beautiful ride from Sam Clipperton the other day, but he does get through the ground well. Um, away from that, uh, Lock Eagle probably safely held the other day. You'd think Valana would probably have more improvement uh, than Lock Eagle, just looking at them in the yard the other day. I'm Lethal paraded poorly at Ramwick and may not handle this uh, really wet track. I think the query here is party for one with the blinkers on. I know she was soundly beaten the other day, but um, if you can make ground from the back, uh, she might be able to sit a little bit closer in the run with the blinkers on, and she might be a, a rough chance. But I think Mr Mozart certainly the one to beat. Okay, Mark Roden, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I thought Mr Mozart was definitely the one to beat. Uh, Mr Price here, it was $3-ish yesterday. Some small deductions will come out, but even uh, allowing for that, it has shortened up uh, considerably since yesterday. Um, he's too short for me now at 2.20, but um, I'm not really looking to bet around him either. I've got Lock Eagle second, I suppose, on SP profile. You have him ahead of Villana, and that was, that was a really testing track. Uh, I don't think this one will be that bad, and maybe that just tips the scales back in his favour against Villana, but I do have them second and third pick, and frankly, a bit of a gap to the rest. The others I've wanted to entertain, such as um, uh, Party for One, the one Mark mentioned, and Flying Crazy do look like they get back. And if I'm right about the track pattern, they'll they probably uh, need a lot to go their way to beat the likes of Mr Mozart. So, look, yeah, Mr Mozart clear on top, but, yeah, just a bit short for me, a bit like uh, the previous race. Yeah. Race 8 on the card is the Group 3 Hawkesbury Crown, over 1300 and Brooks Spires just trimmed up a little bit into $3.40. Wonder Bar's $7.50. Never Talk is 8 with uh, Fashion all around that $7.50 mark, but that has trimmed up as well. Uh, Jump the Broom, $8. Mirror Vision is on the drift out to 13 and Nudges, 15 Mark Sheen, a few familiar faces here. Yes, uh, another race that I didn't find a lot of pace in, I've got to say. Um... I think Mirror Vision will get a good run here from barrier number one, but I'm, I'm not sure that they'll go uh, breakneck speed. I think Brookspire certainly uh, is a lightly framed type and ready to run well fresh, and uh, it was an amazing run there against Expat uh, on that bias track at Rose Hill on heavy ground last time in, where you could only win on the fence and she had three wide. If she reproduced that, I think she's certainly the one to beat. Fashionelle's the other one who should roll forward. I forgot to, to mention it, but I think Brookspire nevertheless will We'll get a very good run in transit here. Um, a slight query with mirror vision on this sort of ground, but I think that uh, maybe that good run in the Coolmore, she was just a little bit flat in the next run. They put blinkers on her and she's drawn barrier number one. So I'm mean, expecting an improved run from her. Not sure that Fashionelle's overly comfortable in this sort of ground. And I didn't think Cliff's Art was hopeless on its run at Ramwick. Uh, first up there was a little bit wide. Uh, might be a speck at longer odds, but I think Brooks Spire is certainly the one to beat. Okay, Mark Roden. Brooks Spire is a horse that you've had time for in the past. Uh, yes, I have. She's got a very good uh, bank of ratings and performances. And uh, look, to be honest, I think she's probably as close to as good a thing as the likes of um, Mr. Mozart and Melkovich are, and she's uh, a considerably better price. So this is this is a bet, this one. Um, draw on 11, I think. Yeah, without too much speed on, just rolls forward and pops in somewhere maybe in the second or third pair. 
and off the fence, which I think is going to be a plus as well. Uh, Fashionelle, uh, if she gets some sort of control, can be a threat. And then I was out to jump the broom, who I expect will go forward too, um, and has handled wet before. Just sort of got a bit run of her legs in Melbourne, I thought, last time at Caulfield in a really high-pressure 1100. Um, perhaps just a more gently run 1300 uh, will be more suitable for her, but I'm still I'm not making a case that she can win. I just think she might be a place chance. So I'm, yeah, pretty keen on Brookspire. Okay, that's a really good push there for the favourite there in, in the crown. And let's move to the Gold Cup. Race nine, 1,600 metres. Art Cadeau is favourite at the moment, out to $5.50. Kerwin's uh, Lane's trimmed up into six fifty. Imaging, seven fifty. Brutality is $8.00. The Frontman, 11 And then you've got a Tissue, Archidemus, uh, Criaderis. They're all around that $13, $14 mark. Mark Sheen, your thoughts here in the Gold Cup? Oh, looks a pin job to me, really. Um, tough race. Uh, look, if Kerwin's Lane... Um, I had on top, but uh, going into this heavy range, I know he's won on the heavy, but he was uh, he won at Canterbury one day where the fence was on fire, and that's where he was. So it might have flattered him uh, in the ground. A couple of other runs on wet tracks uh, since then have been uh, only so-so. So, um, yeah, just getting into that heavy range has knocked me about a bit. Look, Arcado was pretty unlucky the other day. Uh, you could have plenty of angles here. Probably Arcado for the record, but um, I think it's a tough race. I'm not going to have a bet. Okay, Mark Roden, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think it's not a race I'm keen to bet in. Um, I I came up with Kerwin's Lane and Imaging. <laughs> you have to be very forgiving of Imaging. I got beaten about 250 metres at Newcastle, but he is McDonald Sticks and he's a wet tracker. Uh, or he has handled the wet, certainly in the past, and from the draw might get an OK run, I think. But I'm, I'm not keen. Art Cadeau, I can see, the, his, I can see why he's favourite. There was a very eye-catching run at Randwick last time. Um, he's never really, I thought, had the figures to put him in this sort of class, but he, he's close, uh, but just can't really come at him as favourite in a group three like this against some reasonable opposition. Um, yeah, as I said, imaging and Kerwin's Lane were the two, but uh, a host of them could win, a dozen of them could win without surprising me at all. I, it's just one of those typical, you know, Listed all group three handicaps where, you know, they all targeted. I, I do think Kerwin's Lane has targeted this race. He, he really did seem to run out of condition first up at Randwick over 1,400, and I expect him to be peaking here, but the track might be too wet for him. So, yeah, sorry, I can't be uh, much help to you here. All right, that's all good. I think we've got a good enough push on the card anyway, but I'll get uh, the remainder of your thoughts if there's any other best plays that you're having on the day. Mark Sheen. Yeah, I liked Calipore in race number four. I thought it was a very good win in his first Australian start. Admittedly, he got a gem of a ride there from Hugh Bowman, and uh, he's replaced by Dylan Gibbons, who uh, is a very capable rider and takes three kilos off his back. So if they can make ground from the back of the field, I think that Calipore will be hard to beat, and I think Brooks Spire would be set up for that uh, first up uh, win. So they're my two best. Okay, very good. Mark Roden, I think I know what your best might be, but is there anything else that uh, allures at this stage? Yeah, Brooks Bar is the best. The other race I wanted to bet in was the, the two-year-old, uh, especially at the prices that were offered yesterday. Um, number three, Basquiat, I thought. I thought its form was, uh, the form from that Warwick Farm run was considerably stronger than the Hawkesbury form that some of the others in the market, like um, Master Showman and Burgunder come through. Um, the thing that went to Brisbane, Green Shadows has got a chance, it's got a platform, but I, I think Basquiat is the one, clearly the one to beat. No, Giving seven dollars in places yesterday, it's into about four eighty now. It's, it's still backable at four eighty, but it was—I thought it was a real good price yesterday. And I thought the danger was actually um, 
number four, Owen County. Um, I liked the way it hit the line at uh, Kembla and its debut win. Um, I didn't actually like the way it hit the line on the day because I was on the leader that it ran down, but that's uh, that's racing. Um, but I think if they can make ground and he's double figure odds, he, he could be the danger to Basquiat. But I was I was pretty happy with my uh, two plays in that race. Okay, looks good. Sounds very good there. Uh, all the best to you both at Hawkesbury there on Saturday. We'll catch up next week, and uh, it's Gosford next week, isn't it? The coast. Yep. Very good. Very good. I can't wait. It's my favourite race of the year, the coast. All right, guys, have a good <laughs> week. I'll talk to you then. See ya. Bye.